Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda, it's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show for May 20th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Mona Radler. So we um, we have a good show kind of planned. We never plan much, but we think we got going to have a good time, and that's a good sign. <laughs> I hope everybody is doing fine out there in radio land. Um, okay, so you want to say hello there, Dolly, to our audience? Hello there, Dolly. Howdy, <laughs> 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 folks. You're sounding good. <laughs> and Walter. Try. <laughs> good afternoon, everybody. It's good to be here on the Say What Show. Say what? Say what? <laughs> and Mona. Hey there. Hi there. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hey so there, all... hi there, ho there. Wasn't there a song like that? Yeah, you just did it, didn't you? If it wasn't there before, it is not. <laughs> I don't know if it'll make the top ten, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dolly, you got a list. Yes, I do. Um, But I thought I would start it out. Um, so... To allow people to get in to the chat, um, there is a picture that I found on. Hold on, where did I put? Oh, here it is. I didn't know where I put my notes. I found it on uh, Princess Diana on Telegram, and uh, oh, I lost you. Where did y'all go? We're here. Oh, here it is. I couldn't find the right tab. Here is what it is. Let me go back and get the address because I always like to let you know, give you the links on where I get things so you know I'm not just pulling them out of my behind. Here's copy. Go over here. And paste. Okay. Now, this is the being that they are saying. Oh, where did the picture go? That they're saying is uh, Charles. We got, yeah, we got Let the picture. Let me try it again, maybe. We got, we got it up in Oh, chat. you got the picture? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah we got I didn't see it. It doesn't show up in my chat. Yeah. So, is, that, is that a cake on his head? With that, a mouse on top of it? That is. It took me a, a few minutes to digest it. That is the Epstein Island building. Oh. See it? Open it up bigger, if you can. And you can see the square building with that i think it's supposed to be a window a tall rounded window and it has the blue and white stripes 
in the dome at the top. It yeah. is Epstein Island building. Can you see it now? I'm, I'm actually blowing it up, and I'm going to uh, put it up there. Just okay. give me a second. I should have also gotten a picture of the actual island, but I didn't think of that until just now. All the crowns they've worn looks like this, or this is a brand new fashion well, they, statement? They never would wear the same looking crown, Walt. Uh -huh. So they, they have different crowns that they wear, and this is evidently one of them. And that's not the real Charles. That's the pretend Charles, because you realize the royal family's been gone for a while. So they're insulting the public with this crown, saying, here, see, we're still doing whatever we want to do. I don't know what the, I don't know what they're thinking on it. I have no idea. They didn't tell me. Because it's like a, it's like an Islamic building. It's cubic, you know, four corners, and the, the golden dome is like a, like a, like a, uh, an Islamic a palace or a mosque. Well, that's where they did their dirty deeds. Well, one of the places on the island. It, it doesn't look like anything English. Yeah. <laughs> I did post a, a, a closer up of it. Yeah. It is, and it's closer up of Charles. You can see that is that is nowhere near what the real bastard looked like. Isn't his eyes very close together? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the nose, the nose is kind of his, but those eyes are kind of, they don't even look right. And his face is fat. He didn't have a fat face. He had an evil. When did, when was he wearing face. this? When was he wearing this thing? What did the, the, did, was there any. I don't about know. No. I I don't remember that. I would let me have to go to the the link. Uh, open link. Well, the whole ceremony seemed to have been I, thanks God I never I didn't see it, but the it seems to have been full of errors and and snafus because like for example, there was a post that somebody was saying, "Where's the sword? Where did the sword go? It's supposed to be some kind of sword involved in the in the ceremony, and it was gone." I don't know anything about the ceremony. I didn't want to watch. I didn't want to allow yeah. that evil in my house, yeah, in my right. mind, in my eyes. He had the sword. I saw the sword. They gave him the sword, the scepter, some kind of a little book thing. That was weird because when the, the first, I didn't know what they were doing. He had sat down and I guess it's the uh, Bishop of Canterbury had come over and put something in his hands. They were both holding it and the uh, Bishop started to pull it away and what's his face just grabbed it and pulled it back and then went kind of meditative. It was, it was, uh, I guess. Uh, Charles did that? Yeah. Yeah. And and then they're bringing out other stuff, and I didn't know what the hell they were bringing out. But I did see the sword. I did see the scepter. Well, I, I told well, you it was uh, a big ass uh, ritual. That's and what that I whole did, thing was. I did see the when I 
like I say, I was just, you know, going through the channels and saw a coronation. And I said, oh, what the hell? And I got there just as he was taking the, the throne to be, you know, have all this thing. But right as he was doing that, while he was sort of walking more to the throne, they were taking down these walls, these portable walls, like you'd have in an office or something. And you said that, behind, I think it was you, you said they were, or Jan Shaw maybe, I don't know. But they were doing some kind of a secret ritual behind the throne, behind those that sealed the audience off. Yeah? Probably Jan said that, but I can see where that would be. The picture under it in, in Princess Diana on Telegram says, one picture, 1,000 words. So I guess they're trying to show that he's a pedophile. Well, you know, there's also doctoring, <laughs> you know, video, I mean, editing, you know, because I don't, I, I watched the whole from, you know, when it, well, I guess it was probably, yeah, it had to have been a replay, but um, he didn't have that thing on his head when he was being coronated. So I don't know where he was when he had that thing on his head. I don't either, but she's just trying to show. Maybe when he was sitting on the royal commode, he has to wear the special hat. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dolly, what do, this is a building that's in on Epstein Island. Epstein Island. Well, maybe you could look up a picture of Epstein Island. Okay. Epstein, Epstein Island building. <laughs> Epstein's building are... There's I don't a know. lot of buildings on it, but this one is the prominent one. Yeah. I think this is the one where Clinton's picture is when he's in the blue dress and the heels. Oh, jeez. Oh, there it is. I thought it would be more difficult. See the picture? Yeah. I, it's, it's a stupid hat. Oh, my God. Can you post a, it in the yes, chat yes. room? Let me grab the uh, thing. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's so strange. I mean, who would wear that thing? Charles. Charles. Oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> well, the pretend well, Charles. Charles. Well, this is the stuff. You gotta believe that somebody is pranking us, right? Well, there's well, sure there's sure a bunch of pranks prank going on. That doesn't mean it isn't valid. I, I agree. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. It, People's behavior don't... It's an Islamic uh, palace. Right. That is that is what it. they said it is? Yeah, I don't need anybody to tell me. I can just see the the, the structure of it. Looks what, like do, what do they say about it? Is there any writing about it? Uh, hold on. Let me see. Click on, click on the image and see if it goes to some website that talks about it. It says, the creepiest photos of the Jeffrey Epstein Island. You need to see. Oh, God. So these are being already labeled as creepiest photos? Man. So there's a link. They've been labeled that since they started. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a... That's a it, this, it's modeled after the traditional mosques. So it, it looks like a mosque, but obviously it's, it's meant for... Ne the negative ceremonies like like for example uh, let me see if, if it looks better in this photo 
there are the two characters on, sitting on the top. I don't know what they are, if they are birds of prey or some kind of creature. So who knows what kind of evil uh, ceremonies are were performed here. Well, it's square like the Kaaba in uh, Mecca. Yeah, exactly. Now, in Mecca, that black building, that square that they rock around, it's got the uh, black rock, which is similar to Shungite. I don't know that it's Shungite, but it's very similar to Shungite. And, um, but that whole blackness is because they've got a silk curtain around it. Take a look at this photo. This is better. How come I'm not getting any pictures? Uh, I don't know. I'm in chat. Are you doing chat? Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the radio chat. I just put the second one. It's a no. picture that explains how this building is actually the entrance of a, a dungeon. It's not actually a building. It's not giving me pictures. I have to refresh. What's going on? <laughs> you see, it shows up when I go to refresh. Machine room hidden inside dome structure. Elevator. Okay, okay. Walt, so, Walt, so, Walt, yeah, Walt. Yeah, yeah, Drop yeah. the pictures in Skype so that she can see them in the site. I, Skype. I now, now. You see them now? Yeah, they yeah, they just chat and okay. I don't get Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Walt. No, the no, the, the the second picture that I posted has uh, uh, arrows and details pointing to the picture, saying, for example, it's not a building. It's actually uh, a machine room hidden inside the dome structure. You have uh, another one pointing to the elevator, elevator doors, uh, window or light, and ocean view. So. The, the whole building is the entrance to a dungeon. It's not an actual building. It doesn't build. It's not a building where you house a temple or beds or no, no. It's actually, it's just the uh, the top of, a, of an elevator that goes to a, an underground dungeon. And at the, at the bottom, it says where smiling pedos can be, be waiting. Right. And this, oh God. I mean, if this guy is... And he's wearing this on his head. I know. Where does the elevator go to his stomach <laughs> or his lower intestine? <laughs> well, well, I think it's probably his penis. Oh, <laughs> he has one. You know. I don't well, know. if he has one, yeah, they might be trans <laughs> transites. There, and in, in, in this picture, you can see it better that at the top where the dome is, in front of the dome. There's like a couple of creatures there, but there's no details. I don't know if it's a bird of prey or some other kind of entity picture there. So it must be pertaining to their uh, cult or whatever they worship. Yeah, they're hard to make out. There's two in the same corner, right? Yeah. And then look at the ground. It's like a big maze. So what do they do? Play with the children along the way and then get them in there? Or well, do you see the ladder on the left, right below the left side of the building? Go. Oh, I I've blown it way up. I, I okay. I hit the URL. When you click on the picture, you see the URL. I've gone to the URL, and then you do Control Plus, and it'll make it real big on the screen. For those people that you know haven't gone through this process before, you click on the picture, click on URL. The picture will come up, but then you can make it bigger by doing Control Plus, and you, every time you hit it, it'll get bigger. Oh, I don't see where. Well, you... can you find one? 
a picture of the whole island, that will help people to realize all the pedophilia areas that go on on that island and how the girls, well, whoever they're holding there, the children, the, the ones they're messing with, cannot escape the island. Yeah, they didn't do just little girls. They did boys. And right. And and women and men. Um, and it also shows there's tunnels uh, under the island that they bring the boats up to in the tunnels and uh, and then they can offload and unload the uh, victims. Is that why Cheney has a submarine? <laughs> well, oh, submarine. Grizel or whatever the heck the, the woman's name is, she piloted the, uh, the submarine that would go there. And she piloted the the things you're flying, airplanes. Boy, he had it made, didn't he? He certainly did. I don't know that he's dead. I don't believe he's dead, but that's my opinion. Well, he certainly was murdered. If he if he is dead, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you know, that was one of those things where you go, how stupid do you think we are? They got this guy. He's not in solitary confinement. He's got the secrets to all of the awfulness that's going on with all the <clears throat> the honchos of the earth, right? He's in this cell. And on the on this, this uh, floor that he's on, is this other guy that's no is a known assassin, right? That's been locked up. So you got the known assassin on the floor with the target, and the guards fall asleep. <laughs> I mean, How convenient! How I convenient! Mean, the whole thing. I mean, you listen to what they put out there, and you go, "That's what I I said that to my. How stupid do they think we are?" I don't know Pretty anybody. Thinks, I don't know anybody that thinks that Epstein's, you know, was hung himself nope. with a sheet. He was too vain to do that. He wouldn't do that. No, 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 no. It's it's just it's too strange. And this, now every time, now now this thing is on that head of the supposed king of Great Britain. Ooh, I bet the British are proud. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's yeah. even better pictures of the grounds because this last the picture of the ground that doesn't show what's on the grounds. There's buildings. There's swimming pool. Uh, there's there's just a lot more to it, if I just don't want to go searching for it. I'm tired. <laughs> it's a beautiful island. I've never even looked at it before. I couldn't even go on it anymore now. I mean, maybe prior to learning all this stuff, but there's no way I'd want to go on that now. The badness that was... Oh, gives me goosebumps just talking about it. 
It sure is difficult to see that thing even now in this new picture, Walt. There are better pictures. I'm trying to uh, enhance that that creature in the corner, see what it what it is. Well, there's one of two colors, right? Is there two of them, or just one that's multiple? No, it's, it's one on each corner of the of the front right. of this thing. It looks like like a falcon or an uh, no. I just remembered the uh, the uh, Bohemian Grove. Don't they use an an, an owl as, yes. a, as a symbol? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Maybe there's a couple of owls. It would make it uh, when <clears throat> when you first mentioned it. I did think of owl. Mm -hmm. You said you didn't know if it was a bird or something. I did go to owl, um, and now looking at it blown up a little bit more. Yeah, it could be. Owls are supposedly in their version of reality, um, mystical beings that open the doors of magic. Yeah, in my, I guess I. In my did you, world. Did you see the post that I shared with you, Nancy, about the Kazarian Mafia? They was describing the thing that we were saying on the on the show. I, I did it on Cosmic Reality, and then I sent it to you in uh, in Facebook. The whole history, the whole story of the Hazarians, how they they uh, they that's their or that Ukraine is their point of origin. Did yeah, you see that post? I didn't <clears throat> I didn't see it, but I knew that. <clears throat> that's that's why <clears throat> when I've done a couple of shows on them, and that the fact that because you had never mentioned that it was Ukrainian. You know, the Ukraine was what, what you were talking about, you know, and then and supposedly they the the number when you, you used to say that the neighbors, the neighbors. OK, well, the neighbors turned out to be the Russians to the northeast and the. Uh, Iran or Iraq, I think it's Iraq, Iraq in the south. And that those are the neighbors that made them make the choices to, you know, masquerade as, as Jewish people. Didn't 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 walk, didn't walk very good for the for the rest of the world. It was all just a smoke and mirrors. Well, according to what I was reading, uh, Putin or listening to Putin um, actually has on his desk, you know. Uh, the old Putin or the new Putin, I don't know. But on his desk, a picture of a Russian general who was the gen the first general to take on the Khazarians way, way back when. And the way that it's being interpreted by some people is that the Russians are really out to get rid of the Khazarians, which is a good thing because we call it the Cabal or the Black Hats. And the more you look into it, the more I mean, and, and anybody this I've got Jewish blood in me. So anybody else out there that's got Jewish blood, don't freak out about this. We're not a anti-Semites. These people took over the. the, they, the prepared, they did what they did best. Steal, you know, they're called the name stealers. Identities. They were stealing identities. Yeah. People come through the Ukrainian area on trade routes and they would get kidnapped well hey listen come on we'll give you some tea and then they'd 
kidnap them, find out everything they could about their family, about what they did, and then they kill them and they go back to wherever they came from with under that identity. And that's what pissed everybody off was, you know, that and they, you know, I, they they were just scammers, unbelievable. <laughs> but now, you know, so apparently this is the this is the people have got to start opening up their minds. Don't get caught in a story, you know. But but this this is the first time in history that it's 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 trending. It's becoming oh, common knowledge. And everybody's finding out about it. I mean, the, the number one power is not magic, not fear. Their number one power was secrecy, always being hidden, always pretending to be something that they're not. That was the number one power. Who are they? Where are they? What are they, what do they look like? What is their name? I mean, you know, the secrecy, secrecy, secrecy. And that's, that's what kept them in power because who do you attack when you, when you have an enemy? And it's making their life impossible. Who do you attack? <laughs> I posted a bigger picture of what I wanted you to see on the island. Thank you. Yes, I went searching. Uh, oh, that, okay. So, <clears throat> so if um, if if you look at the the building, it, I wondered about that. There's a road going down. Let me see which one is it. Okay, it's the the big one where it's all sunny and nice and bright. If you look, there's a road and it goes down to that part, you know, to the away from the building. And I bet that's what what, what this other one is, Dolly. So they just have to drive up the dirt road. You see right. where, that, where that dirt road is coming off the one you just posted? I bet that goes up to the owl. Yeah, and. It also goes down to where they have tunnels and uh, different places down by the water over there on the right side. Well, it sure doesn't look like it'd be difficult to, to dig tunnels, and probably a lot of that is there. Um, yes. I think, aren't these volcanic islands? Is Bahamas volcanic? They have to be, I would think. I never asked myself right, that before. Right. You know, in which case you would have, uh, you could have those flutes where the lava comes up and makes the tunnels. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, uh, the fact that there's tunnels under it is not at all surprising. God, just, you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this world as we, we're finding the cockroaches. The cockroaches are coming out. We can see them. But behind those cockroaches that we can see, there's an enormous amount of cockroaches. You know, it's like, where does it end? I, I, I was putting together shows for uh, Radio 5G, Other Voices. And Sasha Stone, I started looking at Sasha Stone. And he's somebody that I met back in 2019 that absolutely blew me out of the water. He was He's probably one of the more mystical people I've ever had. I didn't meet him, in, you know, I met him on the radio concept. He was on my show, and then we went over to uh, Cassidy's show, uh, Camelot. And I, he, the guy just, oh, I mean, he is powerful. And he, he so I, I was looking at the stuff that he was doing, and now I can't remember. What were we talking about? Oh, shit. Such a stone? Yeah, what were we talking about? right before that because I, I 
something made me think of something he said. The now lava we... forming the tunnels? No, no. no. Oh, the Casarians. Okay, the Casarians. What? Oh, maybe it'll come to me. Um, I'm, I apologize for that, but th- I I am going to play that uh, on other voices. It it he gets into a real how to explain him. He's so hard to to explain because he's so incredibly deep. He gets into a real understanding. I say that people don't. You can tell how well a person knows what they're talking about. I'm a good example of that. I don't know what I'm talking about. By how many words they have to use to explain it. Right. And Sasha can explain things that have a lot of complexity to them in a very forceful way that is very simply said. Um, And he was talking again about this whole concept of the Kassarians and the Jewish connection and again, going back to, oh, Jan Shaw just dropped in. Hey, Jan, <laughs> we missed you today. Hi, Aust- Jan, have a safe flight. Yeah, she's going Tuesday. Yeah, and she's going to a, a, a goodbye dinner tonight with her friends. Mm-hmm. They're in, uh, in Arizona. Yeah, we're talking about the Casarians and... Epstein Island. <laughs> You're gonna have to listen to the first part of it, and go just look at the look at the uh, images, Jan, because <laughs> there's a building from Epstein Island. It's your king, your king. Remember, you're going back to Great Britain. Your king uh, is wearing on top of his head. <laughs> Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, Thanks, scroll bro. up, and so you yeah. can see him wearing that. Yeah, yeah, scroll up. So. Um, yeah, you're right. For the first time, I mean, God, I I think I, what was it? I think you first started talking about this, Walter, back in 2016 or something. You know, it was about like. the Hazaria thing? Yeah, because I was going through, um, you know, I do the Chronicles. I put up the old shows. And in one of them, you were talking about the Kazarians. And that was the first time I ever heard about it. May have, may have been later than that because I think you were set, t- got talking about it because of something that Fulford had said. And Fulford was back in 18, 19, early 19. So maybe it was a little later than that. But yeah. Um, and now it's like every time I turn around, somebody's making a, a reference to it. So for those people that don't know, there was this these people that it lived in the Ukraine and that oh that's yeah that was that was the thing about it is that if I wouldn't be, I wouldn't believe as much as I believe about the Kassarians now except for the fact that everybody's focused on the Ukraine and when I found out that's where they began it was like oh what goes around comes around you know and this is this is a very metaphysical concept that the, everything is, you know, we're in a torsion field. We keep moving around and around and around. And it's like, it's almost like the the game board morphs every time you come back to it. It's like, you know, what is that uh, gopher thing coming out of the, the whole thing? Yeah, you know, it, what do they call it? Groundhog, Groundhog Day, the movie. Okay. You know, where they keep, keep doing the same thing over again. So, um, yeah. 
pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Well, the, the uh, for example, the secrecy was the like I said, secrecy was the number one weapon of choice because they they needed to function in in, in what do you what do you call it in in the open air. They're they're completely hidden by the fact that they're they're stealing their identity that they're using. Number one, they are making everybody believe that they're Jewish when they have there's nothing Jewish about them besides the name, because they still do their their uh, secret rituals and and whatnot. So and everything involves human blood. So, but for example, that book that my father had that was uh, printed in 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 Spanish. And in Spanish, it was the title of the book was The Protocols of the Sages of Zion. Zion. Uh, he, my, my father held on to that book for dear life, and he couldn't allow anyone to know that he had it because uh, he, he didn't want to get into trouble with the, with the police. And I said, is, are you serious? I mean, is this, is this such a, it's, he says, oh, no, this, nobody can know about this book, and I can't let go of it to anybody. He was actually scared to even own it. That you know, that, that's how they were seriously. They were, I guess they they, they were standing orders or secret orders with a, with a um, what do you call it? A law enforcement that if anyone was caught with that book, they would be arrested and questioned because they were they were going after every anybody and everybody that would even have this because. And uh, now I realize that their secrecy was the most important thing to them. They couldn't, the, the, the truth of what they are and what they do uh, couldn't be revealed to anybody. So that's why, you know, this kind of book, you know, it was a, it wasn't common knowledge because common knowledge would get you killed. Now, this is very, very revealing. And this time the earth is waking up because can can anybody tell me seriously that ten years ago this would have been common information that everybody know? Well, yeah, it's Revolution Radio broadcast. <laughs> yes. And how many people found out about it? Quite a few, actually. I'm amazed. <laughs> and so did Will Spirit, and so did Cosmic Reality. I mean, we're all part of this structure that is literally trying to let people know you've been lied to. You've been lied. Yeah. And now it's becoming common knowledge where before no, nobody knew about it. And, and if you try to tell anybody, they wouldn't believe you anyway. So, yeah, like Sammy Davis Jr. was Jewish, right? <laughs> well, the protocols of the elders of Zion, which is from Wikipedia. Uh, the protocols of the meetings of the learned elders of Zion is a fabricated anti-Semitic text of purporting to describe a Jewish plan for global domination. The hoax was plagiarized from several several earlier sources, some yeah. not anti-Semitic in nature. If that isn't an open, I mean, it's like, well, yeah, that one was fake, but uh, it was based on real documents. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's anti-Semitic mean? Anti-Jewish. You hate them. Well, I'm going to tell you what, this COVID proved that a lot of people weren't Jewish because they didn't remember that that's how they got put in the concentration camps and that. Here, get on the train, follow, uh, here, take this inoculation, here, put on this mask, here, do this, do that. 
Well, even the word anti-Semitic is is interesting because, it, it, you see, the the Kasarians are not Semitic. They are not of the Jewish line from Abraham. They were given the choice. They did such awful things that the neighbors said, "We're going to either exterminate you, or you're going to be you're going to get religion, and you can choose whatever religion you want." So they decided to be the chosen people. Well, that's how you get the Ashkenazi Jew, because the Ashkenazi Jew are supposedly the white Jews. Because if if you look at the Semitic uh, line. They're dark. They're not. They're not black, but they're dark-skinned people. You know, like olive, olive kind of complexion. That's the normal com- complexion of a Sem- Semitic person. But the Ashkenazi are white. Well, where do they supposedly come from? <laughs> I guess from the Ukraine, which is colder. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so it's it's logical that they would develop there. You know, it's a colder. It's it's like Russia. It is part of Russia. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, that whole line, we gotta, we got to look into that because uh, it's that whole line there. That So, and, and I, when I tried to, to research this, I kept getting into uh, do, people writing like this. You know, it's anti-Semitic. Anytime you said Kassarian, you know, anti-Semitic. I said this terrible conspiracy that everybody's got that, you know. But well, how do you spell the na- the other Jewish people, not the Semitic? Sem- the Ashkenazi? Yeah, how do you spell that? Uh, that should be Ash Ashkenazi. That's uh, a. Hold on, let me let me let me do a search. It'll be faster. Because these this group was, they would talk in terms of there being a a, a schism between those two groups, the Semitic and this one. We're trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out what it looks like. Uh, remember, I'm dyslexic. Um, so the other thing that when, when I study this stuff, where did the concept that the Jewish people were the chosen, were chosen people, where did that come from? The same place that all these uber goobers are taking over the world think that they are like Charles Schwab and all these other ones. No, I know, I know, but there, there's a, there's a history that the Jewish people are the chosen people. It seems to be part of. Did that, did that come out? It's oh, in the it's Bible. In, it's in the Bible. Okay, all right. So in the Bible, they were... God says that. Okay. Man wrote it. He's, man says that. God didn't write the Bible. I, I just posted uh, the the spelling on the radio. Okay. On the chat. Just saying, we've been pulled by the nose... To believe a lot of stuff that really, to me, is not even close to being valid. And the Bible's one of them. Now, there's a lot of things in the Bible I enjoy and I follow suit, but that doesn't mean it's all valid. To me. Uh, I agree. I'm trying to figure out. Is the, are these people supposedly the Kasarians? Well, it's just like, who who were the other guys that were there that, the guys with the money? The legionnaires? Legion- Temple? The Knight Templars? Right. Now, how were they incorporated with all this stuff? 
Because once they were there, they were the money handlers. What did Jewishes, Jewishes, <laughs> what did the Jewish people really think? Oh, it's all money. We got to do the money. They were even probably the keepers in the um, place where Jesus kicked over the tax tables, right? Were they the Jewish people? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as much as I know about all sorts of things, the older I get, I'm go I'm looking like, you know, geez, we're, what's all, okay. Okay, here it is. The Gazar hypothesis of Ashkenazi ancestry, often called the Khazar myth by its critics, is a largely abandoned historical hypothesis. The hypothesis populated that the Ashkenazi Jews were primarily, or to a large extent, descended, descended from Khazars, a multi-ethnic conglomerate of mostly Turkish people who formed a semi-nomadic Khanat in and around the northern and central Caucasus in the Ukraine area, <laughs> basically where it is. Um, so yes, there is a connection. Of course, it's, you know, all conspiracy. Huh. Very, very interesting. Well, if you... If you Take a look at that. For, uh, it's my understanding that the official origin of the Jewish people is the 12 tribes of Israel, correct? Yeah. They, they all, everybody can trace their origin to being one of 12 tribes. But even among the Jewish, there's, a, there's an argument like, for example, why, look, for example, it, it, it was a, it was a rule among them that each, all the 12 tribes, they all um, were supposed to, what, what is that word that you use when you, oh, tribute. They were all supposed to pay tribute. Each, each tribe pays tribute. Now, why is it that the Levites were not, were except, didn't have to pay tribute? Even even among the, the 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 rabbis, they argue about this. What, what makes them so special from everybody else? Why is it they don't pay tribute? So that that's that that begin makes you wonder: Are, are these are they officially? Do they consider themselves separate? Do they consider themselves better? That's why they don't have to pay tribute to anybody. It makes you wonder: You know, were they legitimate, or they or this was another thing? Is that this is how they got into? They wrote themselves into history. They're one. They're the name stealers, correct? So they could easily stolen the name and made themselves into one of the twelve tribes, right? Because that's their, their, like, their specialty identity stealing. Yep. And they, that way they could end up writing themselves into anybody's history. Okay, now let, let's just look at that <laughs> building on the head again, the hat thing. Um. Uh, my understanding is that, and again, I guess I'm weak in this part of my history lessons. I, I never liked studying Midi, Mid, Middle East history. It, it just, I didn't like it. Um, but Abraham is supposedly the person who built the Mecca uh, structure and put that black meteorite rock in it. So the Jewish people are connected to Abraham, correct? 
That's yeah, where the yeah. bloodline comes from, is Abraham. Yeah, correct. And Abraham, when did he show up? Did, was he, he was before the Jewish people got captured by the Egyptians, correct? See, I don't, is, I've never read the Bible, so I, I can't tell you which came first. Was it Moses? Abraham. Who led the people out of? Moses. Moses. Okay. I think. And that that oh. group of people that he took out of there had been captured by the Egyptians when the Egyptians had gone and, and captured all sorts of parts of the Middle East. And brought him back to Egypt. I can't remember if Abraham came before or after that. I think he was before that. I think he was way before that. Well, let's put it this way. Google, after, Google. After being slaves in Egypt, the the uh, the uh, Israelite, Israelite gave up uh, on the idea of keeping slaves, didn't they? Because they themselves have been slaves. In the time of Abraham, they had slaves. Just like everybody else. After being slaves themselves in Egypt, I don't think they picked up the the, the, the custom again. Yeah, because uh, Abraham slept with the, the handmaiden of Sarah and they begat a son. I forgot his name. Uh, and then Abraham laid with Sarah when she was like 100 years old and she got pregnant because God said she was going to. Uh, I can't remember where her son led to, but Sarah's, Sarah's son and the handmaiden's son got into a fight. So Abraham had to have come before Moses then. Oh, where yeah, did my mind go? I'm pretty. I'm sure. Pretty sure that that that's true, and it goes back to the fact that my understanding of the black square building in Mecca, the Gaba, that that was built by Abraham, because it, they say you know the a, a, Abrahamic <laughs> uh, religions. Well, the, one, the the isn't the. That particular square building is supposed to house this rock that fell from the sky. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's why it's very important. Yeah. The Mecca one. It's the Mecca. It's the black stone. It's called the black stone. Yeah, the Kaaba. Yeah. Where you guys found the jinn. Mm -hmm. No. Well, yes, we did. That's true. I was sorry. That's all right, just because I don't, I mean, I remember some things. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about the gin earlier today. Well, this is just a side thing, because I was thinking, I've been still trying to find a place that we can do a remote viewing experiment that has got special qualities to it. And I thought, oh, I could, I could have them go to the gin cave. And so I checked in with the gin, and they were like, yeah, sure, that'd be fun, you know. But then I thought about it, and I thought, ooh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I should be sending people to the gins. <laughs> well, that's, they yeah. are, those are the fire gin, remember. 
there are other there are other elemental gin they're water gin so um the but ones the, that we dealt with specifically the fire gin yeah i know that but the, the thing of it is is that cave mm-hmm. you know it, it it for a remote view you you don't have any preconceived notion as to what you would be going into and so that like coral castle was so perfect because it had so many unique things in it and if it like dolly did you know she she got there she recognized these things but they were why is there a parking lot and then there's a waterfall and there's it's all because it's in miniature compared to you know nature out there and so it was something she had never been in and she gave a very clear reading of what she was seeing because she couldn't really figure out what she was seeing and you know that's the same i mean the the gin cave and you can actually because i'm not going to use it but you can actually uh google gin cave and you'll find where where walt and i met the gin and they live there and you know if you want to take a trip to where it's out in the middle east someplace i forget which country it's in you know i prefer not to go meet the gin <laughs> I thought I thought about that. Yeah, I'll freak Dolly out completely. Yes, I don't <laughs> want to go meet them. Yeah. They're not. They're not evil people. No, they're not. But that's why. That's why I made the mistake about. Yes, we also did something with the gin there, and that was you know people know that story. But basically, um, the gin were uh, the security guard. They were. They were well. When I saw them, they looked like lanterns to me. But we were in the midst of freeing all the gin because we had missed some in the original Cosmic Reality Chronicles. Amazing stories. And uh, so we freed the ones that were in the in the Kabah. And then right after that, five days later, there was a huge, they said it was a lightning strike that hit a, a, a big, oh, what do you call those things, steam shovel thing. Um, you know, with a... the, the Crane, thank you, thank you. Crane. And uh, it turned out that, no, that wasn't, it wasn't lightning. It was a plasma ball from underneath because when the jinn were there to no longer protect the Ark of Gabriel, which was in the tunnel system below the, you know, where the building is. Um, yeah, so that's been captured. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a hell of a story. Continuing, by Diane. the way. Diane put in a free spoke search online. The story of Abraham is contained in the book of Genesis, chapter 11, 20, verses 26 to 25. Wait, 11, 26 would be chapter and verse. Oh, yeah, to chapter 25, verse 18. Abraham is in Genesis that means because Moses is in Exodus, Abraham came first. Thank you, Diane. Moses was 400 years after Abraham. So I don't think they knew each other unless they were the, <laughs> they were the same incarnation. <laughs> right. Right. Well, there we go. We had a little history lesson. <laughs> wow, we pretty near blew through that hour. I, and I thought it would just be a quick look at the picture and move on. <laughs> how, oh, how could you move on from that picture? <laughs> but I do, it, 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 you know, you wonder, well, again, okay, if you got the, if, if, 
if what we're talking about, Nepstein and everything else, is actually the Kassarians, all right? Now there is a connection to why you would have an Islamic building, because it still comes from Abraham. It's still in the line of Abraham, even though now they've changed the religion thing. But, you know, I can see where this would kind of make sense in a way. So, for all we know, it's not just that they, you know, remember they steal identities. It's not really that they've also stolen the identities of the Jewish people, but maybe they've stolen the identities of certain Muslims, part of the other Arabic. Maybe there's more history to unravel, you know what I'm saying? They're going to claim anybody that has followers because that's what they want. They want the power structure over the people. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And and don't you find that interesting that the always the same attitude in all in all these different uh, religions and different cult, like no one's allowed to question like no one's allowed to investigate. Nobody's allowed to question anything, uh, whether it's Catholics, whichever one it is. When somebody shows up with, you know, what about this? What about that? Oh, that's never allowed. Well, of course, it's not allowed because it puts your power structure under question. And no, we don't we want to get rid of that one. You know, you know, we don't like free thinkers. Too dangerous. Right. <laughs> well, on one of my shows, I went off on, you know, this subject and I said, I don't want people talking about me being an anti-Semitic. I said, I'm telling you that you may have an intrusion into your culture, into your society, into your religion that you don't know about that is awful. And I can say this with experience because I was a Catholic. Now, I grew up in a family that had 10 kids, and my mom's sister was the, ended up being the sister superior of Bolivia. My uncle was a priest who was also a missionary and also an educator that when he died, they had a, a, a funeral for him, and my family went, I, I was down here, I didn't go up there, but my family went, and they were all shocked because there were so many TV cameras he, you know, it was it was being recorded for for the local and for Catholics. I don't know what it was, but there were TV cameras recording this. So, my mom and then my dad converted to Catholicism, and he became like a lay assistant. I forget what they call him to the priests and stuff. But so it's, it's a very very unbelievably cohesive concept of society in my family. The social, the culture, everything was was involving the Catholic Church. Uh, but when I was like 13, I remember for Lent, I made my poor mother drive me every day during Lent to go to Mass. That That's how fanatic I was about the Catholic religion. So then you, you grow up and you begin to... There, there was, there's indicators from my my dad, not my mother, but my father, um, that I picked up after I was an adult and got stories from some of my other siblings. But apparently he saw the fact that there were a lot of gay priests or, I think, I don't, 
he was a man of the world, so he probably understood a lot, and he was a businessman. He probably understood the pedophilia that might be there, but he never said anything. And my uh, sister was going to go to a trip in Europe, uh, Ireland. And when my father found out about it, that it was a church trip, right? But he found out who was the chaperone and he went, absolutely, you will not go. That's it. You're not going. And it broke my sister's heart. Well, it turned out that the guy who was the chaperone, I found out from my brothers, you know, years, well, after the after the fact of this episode, that um, he had actually, you know, been a known pedophile, pedof- whatever they are. Uh, yeah, whatever it is. To the kids, to the neighborhood kids, they'd laugh about him. I said, so he was doing things that he shouldn't have been doing, and you guys didn't have some kind of a terrible breakdown. And, and he said, no, he was doing it all the time to all sorts of kids. He said, we just knew who he was. And I suspect that my father might have known the same sort of thing about him. Um, anyway, I had to face as a and all the Catholics had to face that how many of the priests that you you just really, really thought of as representatives of God were awful human beings. Right. You know, so the Jewish people now, maybe you'd better stand up and look at this because there was a movie that came out about the Boston um, churches, Catholic churches, and how it was uncovered. And I remember this exchange between the newspaper guy and one of these priests. I don't know why Derek likes to talk to me when I'm on radio. Um, Because he's two hours different. (laughs) He doesn't realize that. All of a sudden, I decided I wanted to paint my house gray. I don't know. You know, all of a sudden, I get this. Oh, I think I'm going to paint gray. It it came up, you know, in, in, a, in twice in a single day, and that night I found out that he would was spray painting his bus with gray paint, <laughs> top mm-hmm. primer, you know. And I'm going, okay, I guess I don't have to paint gray my house gray. I must have been picking up on something with him. But anyway, I digress. So I but I remember this scene between the the newspaper guy and one of the kids that had been, you know, abused. By the priest. And the newspaper guy said to him, why didn't you try to tell somebody when you were younger? Because he was, you know, a, a full adult. And um, the, the man said, I did. I contacted newspaper people. And the newspaper guy was like, well, who did you try to contact? And he said, I contacted you. And, you know, this this was like all of a sudden this guy is like, oh, my God, he came to me for help and I didn't respond. What what would happen? And that was what was happening continually is that people were seeing it. And yet nobody was doing a damn thing about it until it started blowing up all over the place. And now the Catholic Church, at least in America, is in heavy debt because of all the uh, court cases that they've had to pay out large sums of money to the people that um, 
you know, had the courage to take him to court. So it's... Uh, I was astounded when I heard the first... I was living in New York when the first case uh, appeared in the Northern newspapers about that priest that was involved in pedophilia. And my employers, uh, they're uh, conservative Jews, they were uh, aghast. They had never heard of anything. So, and I would look at them and I was, I was kind of laughing at it. And they were wondering, why are you so, like, why are you laughing at this? And I said, because I've known this since I was a child. My, my father and my grandfather they would tell me the stories and all the abuses going on. So, and you guys are behaving like this is news to you. Like this is the first time in your life you were. So he, he was astounded that I wasn't. Huh. He, he was astounded. He said, yeah, I've known about it all my life. In fact, why do you think I'm, I'm not a Catholic? My father yeah. wouldn't let me go near a church because he knew what was going on inside. Wow. That's Argentina, though. Yeah. Listen, we're past the top of the hour, so I'm going to play. Um, okay, this is Miami-Dade College Singers, Let There Be Peace on Earth.
And welcome back to the Say What Show for May 20th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Mona Radler. So, uh, everybody back, yeah? Anybody yep, back? Yep. I'm back, I'm back. Okay. So, um, we're going to take a turn here in the show. Last on uh, Shanghai show, um, I was discussing something that was kind of confounding. And I had learned about this on Sunday. And then on Wednesday, I get led to look at a Nova show that I don't normally watch Nova for whatever reasons. Uh, And it was called Your Brain Perception Deception. Your Brain Perception Deception. It's a Nova and you can Google that and you can look at it and I will get the link in a minute here and put it in chat. It was not only did it answer the question, Walt, uh, that we had about um, the green needle. But it answered other questions. <laughs> and, it, it, and it was just like the synchronicity of on Sunday, I find out about this thing. And then on Wednesday, there it is all laid out as to what happened. But that was just uh, uh, like a like a lure to get me into seeing that particular program. The reason being is that back in 1973, I had had a minor uh, operation. I was in the military, but they put me on uh, two weeks of medical leave. So I'm in my house, my little apartment there, and I was doing, you know, metaphysical research and, you know, what I do even back then and all of a sudden i'm sitting in sitting in there pondering something and clear as a bell i hear the statement reality is what you think it is majority rules those in charge of a given reality will keep everybody from knowing rule one and two and it was clear as a bell i grabbed a pencil paper wrote it down so then out of those three rules came the book cosmic reality and it's been kind of the blueprint for the path that i've chosen to take so i thought i understood the the first rule the first rule reality is what you think it is but in this particular hour-long show i realized that there's a profound a profound other meaning to that statement reality is what you think it is so what i've done is i've taken the pertinent information that regarding that particular subject that particular you know reality is what you think it is and i'm going to play it. it's only about seven minutes and i'm going to play it and um then we're going to have a conversation about it i think you guys are all right with that yes anybody want to Say, no, I don't want to do that. Go for it. We're going. Figuring out how the brain implements the mind is a massive challenge. It seems as though the world just pours itself into the mind through the transparent windows of the eyes and the ears and and all our other senses. But is what we see, hear, 
and feel real? You might think that the reality outside is actually what you're perceiving. And the answer is, no, it really isn't. The way we perceive things isn't necessarily the way they are. Could you be the biggest illusion of all? Your sense of who you are is an illusion, as everything else. You're no exception. Your brain, perception deception. Right now on Nova. Have you ever thought about what's real? What's real? What's real? Somehow the whole world out there gets inside my head. How do I know what I see, what I hear, what I feel is right? It's a question that's fascinated me ever since I was a little girl. How does the world out there with all its beauty and complexity, get inside our heads. Think about it. Imagine for a second your brain sealed inside your skull. There's no light, no sound. You're a massive collection of billions and billions of cells that are living in this weird pond that is entirely devoid of all of the sensations. And that somehow through chemistry and electricity, all of these perceptions and memories of the world originate in our brains. All brains from the tiny fish to the enormous elephant contain microscopic cells called neurons. And one of their jobs is to translate input from the external world, whether that's light, heat, sound, or pressure, for instance, into electrochemical signals the organism can use to act. What might be surprising to you is that as neurons process sensory signals, they create an edited version of reality, even on the most basic level. We're deciding to throw away 99% of the world. Almost at the very first moment, we are transforming reality into something we can use. Neurons transform reality by competing with each other. When a creature touches, smells, sees, or hears something, its sensory neurons fire, some a little, some a lot, depending on where the physical signal is strongest. But follow those signals down towards its brain, you'll see that the weaker ones get stamped out. How much of the world are we really seeing? What you need to understand is that we really can't see most of the world around us. We're effectively blind to 99.9% .9 of the world around us at any given time. If you hold out your thumb at arm's length mm -hmm. and you straighten your elbow and you look at your thumbnail, your thumbnail is about one degree of visual angle here. And it turns out that that's the only place we can actually see with 2020 vision. Wow. And everywhere else we're legally blind. It might sound hard to believe, but human vision is really like this. You actually only see detail in about 1% of your visual field. That's because only a tiny portion of the world can be processed in detail by the retina. It feels like I'm seeing the whole world in 2020 vision. And it's almost all completely made up in your brain based on assumptions and models of how the world works and just a tiny bit of high quality visual information. It's in high quality vision wherever you look, but it's blurry in the surround. So why would our brains be built this way? Well, think about what the alternative is. What if we didn't have eye movements? Well, if we didn't have eye movements and we just wanted to see the entire world. We'd need to have our retina see everything in very high quality. Our brains would be 600 times bigger. And you gotta remember the visual system's our best sense. 
This is our richest sense. So our other senses are, are even more impoverished. Here's how your brain really sees the world. It's easy to think it's like this. You open your eyes and the whole world pours in. But really, it's like this. Your eyes sample tiny pieces of the world and the brain fills in the rest, constantly, all the time. We feel like we have this incredibly rich, wide, full, detailed percept of what's going on moment to moment. And that's probably pretty illusory. What we're actually aware of is a tiny subset of the information that comes in through our eyes. Don't believe it? Consider this. Your optic nerve is what connects your eye to your brain, and its location near the center of your retina effectively creates a blind spot near the center of your visual field. And yet, you don't experience the blind spot. Why? The brain samples the area near the blind spot and fills in the gap with its best guess. It's probably not fair to say that we completely confabulate the world. It's just that we probably represent 1% of it at any particular moment in time. So it's a constant updating between what I see with, versus what I remember versus what I expect. And it's that dance uh, between those three that actually gives us our sense of reality. And amazingly, that edited reality, despite its limitations, serves us quite well. You might ask, if I'm just keeping track of 1% of the information in the world, how can I drive a car? And it turns out that first, 1% of the information that comes in from the world is actually an enormous amount of information. If we had to actually pay attention to everything on the road at, the, at one particular time, it would take minutes, maybe even longer, before I decide to turn the wheel right or to turn the wheel left. By understanding how my senses really work, I'm getting a peek behind the curtain. What my brain is really up to outside of my awareness. Based on this um, very tiny amount of information, we construct this grand simulation of the visual world around us. It feels so real because we don't know better. So, what did you guys think of that? <clears throat> Walt's, Walt's saying, but the brain comes after the mind. We're just talking about the functionality of the brain don't worry about the mind i mean the yeah okay you can you can talk you can expand on that if you want well uh for example the people that have out-of-body experiences people that come back after being legally and declared dead and they and, and they have all these things that they describe they're actually not seeing with any organic organs are they you are still com a complete being, and you don't have a physical anything. You don't well, have this a physical. Is, this is what they're saying: is that we don't even have. We we're, we're mostly blind. We only see one percent at any given time. And understand what they're saying is that it's HD clarity of it. Yeah, you know, but what you, if, saying is etheric, and you're saying material, because the video stated it was the eyes, the visual. Exactly. exactly. Which does connect with the brain, etc. But you also have your third eye, which is not a true eye, but it is etherically there anyway. So you're you're working two systems here. Yes, but this is proving what both of you are, are alluding to. Okay, is that the brain 
is only seeing sampling of mm -hmm. reality. It's what's happening inside, what you think is happening. Now, where you're getting the information to, I mean, this this just, when you see the whole hour show, it is makes you feel just like in awe of what the human mind, brain, consciousness is capable of. Because they also discuss consciousness. So, yes. Well, it, you makes you, it makes you wonder what was the reality of Helen Keller led. She couldn't see, no. she couldn't talk, she couldn't hear. What was reality like for her? But her other senses were enhanced to the point where she trusted what it was that was there for her to witness. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know there's stuff behind me, but my eyes aren't open to see it. You know, I, I spent a whole bunch of time getting up the uh, an image for this thing and then what happened is that somehow or another i can't find it and I, what they what they got into that they got into the concept of just the eyes and what's the difference between the eyes and you know what what are the eyes seeing and one of the things that they put up there was uh, a thing about the i mean i'm just going to pull up the whole because there's a whole image here okay let me see if I can do this this way. Well, there's also the other thing. For example, uh, Dan Winter talks about it all the time. This, uh, this particular school, I, I think they're, uh, um, they're, it's a Russian school, and they're teaching the children. The, 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 the children are normal. They have their five senses, but they're teaching them to see without their eyes. So what are they seeing? See if they're lo if they're looking at things without using their eyes. That's PSI, isn't it? <laughs> isn't yeah. that like it's like remote viewers. You're not yeah. using your eyes, obviously. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Well, what they what they did was they showed, and I'm I'm having trouble now. I've now I've jammed up my chat here. Let's get this back. <laughs> um, what what they what they were. Um, discussing and showing i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put this up it's the whole thing that i put together and then i made it into two different audios so let me put this up here because what they did do oh gosh i hope this isn't gonna be too big let me see yeah i, I can't for some reason this won't let me um paste this stuff so I don't know what the hell is happening with it. It's being stupid. Is it a, a solid graphic or some kind of video? It's a graphic and it should be fine to use, you know. But anyway, they showed what a dog's eye, what a dog actually saw. Because a dog uses its nose much more so than um, its eyes. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I've got to get that picture up. I'm going to I'm going to talk for a second and then I'm going to let you guys talk. And a, a bird and how a bird sees because uh, for other reasons a bird needs to be able to uh, definitively see the color of the the bird so that it can pick the bird out from you know the background and the bees they have to see ultraviolet light because that's what tells them whether it's got uh, the nectar in it the flower has the nectar in it so well, you also have uh, predators have to have both eyes facing forward because they need to be able to gauge distances like uh, eagles, like any predator, their eyes look forward. But if you look at a non-predator 
creature, their eyes look to the sides because they don't need that spacing. Yes. For example, when you look at an, eagle, an eagle's eyes, they both look forward. If you look at a parrot, the eyes look sideways. Their needs are different. Okay, let me see if this will work. <laughs> All right, this is going to work. Okay, so now you can see that it, uh, I'm not going to talk about the other stuff unless you want to, but... Um, this this particular image shows you the different ways what a dog sees what we see you know and they got they got into a whole thing about color which is um you know we don't even see color when 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 the when the when you your eye picks up a frequency that has color image it's it's a frequency it's not like your eye sees the color what happens is that it takes in that frequency and depending on the structure of it, whether it's long, medium or, or, or short, when it gets to the back part, some part in your brain, that's when the color comes in. So again, it's your brain <laughs> painting the, the black and white that the eye is actually seeing. So everything that we think we're, we're seeing is really an illusion that your brain is creating for you and the the idea that you know if you're driving down a road and you're seeing everything they you know yeah how could how can you there's too much information coming in all you need is one percent of the, the amount of information coming into your eye that your brain will will need to be able to fill in everything else and mm -hmm. eye movement as you move your eyes that's why in the left side of that picture with the butterflies, that is what you think you see. But in actuality, you're getting snapshots of what you're seeing because your eyes keep changing and, and your eye is only seeing. They said, you know, put your finger, finger out and the size of your fingernail is all that's really getting into your brain. And then well, your mind just makes it into whatever. There's a woman out there. Uh, she's a doctor, some Catherine. I can't remember her last name. She's got a website. And she's actually changing, teaching people how to change that because she's actually teaching people how to change the focus of their eyes. And you notice when the person changes their focus, their eyes actually change because what you're saying is true. People tend to focus on a very tiny percentage of their field of vision. But you, by relaxing your vision, you can actually allow your brain to take in all the view of what you're seeing so you can actually get more data into your brain by by allowing the eyes not to focus. Well, two, shows, two, two shows ago, at the end of the show, Mona said, you know, she started talking about gazing. And mm -hmm. when I was listening to this, I thought about that. Because, yes, if you ch is there a way of changing your perception, the way that you're looking at the entire thing, to see what's really there? Mm -hmm. Not snapshots. I didn't know about the snapshots until Wednesday, but to, to you know, it makes sense now. But does that make sense to you, Mona? Because you've done the gazing thing, and I actually have too. I call it second sight. No, I when I have second sight, it's usually third eye visual for it's a vision and not a um, visual. <laughs> 
No, I change. I change the way I'm looking at things. Right, right. Oh, I do. Uh, I took my glasses off that I've worn since a child because I can see better without the focus, with what it says up there, what we actually see. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent precise, like typeset. Because I look at my clock, it says seven twenty-one, and basically. I don't have my glasses on, and I should. Well, no, I shouldn't, because I'm saying F it. If I need it to look at a label, then I have them handy in the grocery store, but I'm not putting them on constantly anymore because it's giving me better sight. Did that make sense? Yeah, I took my driving glasses off. <laughs> One day I'm trying to read this sign, and I kind of like look through the glasses at it you know but i mean to the side and i said wait a minute i can what i took the glasses off and i said i don't need these glasses what am i wearing these glasses for mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe who knows but um yeah it, this uh i'm gonna oh let me pick that and it's rather interesting because i've seen so many different kinds of auras in that too and that when you're not focused on something you see a whole lot more etheric than you do material 3D. People especially, think, especially with the out of the corner of your eyes, you see more right. than if you were looking forward. <laughs> right. Yeah. Holly, you're kind of silent yeah. on this. Is there anything you wanted to add? Dolly. She ran away. <laughs> he fell asleep. Where'd you go, Dolly? Did we lose her? I don't know. Ah, says she's still here. Maybe she's having a mic problem. Hello? There she is. Oh, there you are. I got disconnected. Oh, okay. So did you listen to anything we've said? Uh... A little bit. <laughs> okay. Did you hear the audio? Yes. yes. What did you think of it? What, what, did you get anything out of it? No. Oh, God. You know, I'm going to stop doing this because every time I, I put some kind of a tape up, she Walter. No, don't even let her get away with that. And no. Dolly. I mean, both of them, both of them are like. Ah, yeah, right. No, I didn't listen to it. Eh, no, I, I, I didn't. Listen. But it didn't do anything for you, but right? But I really didn't understand. That, oh, right. You don't seem. But that pre- doesn't mean it doesn't do something for other people. Yeah, N- Nancy. Remember, you're not Dolly's guru, so it's not your obligation to change her in any way or educate her in any way. I'm not the only one listening. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I put all this time, I spent the whole day yesterday putting together this and another one that I'm going to play on Shungite Show. Maybe I won't. And, uh, you know... Well, don't judge it by me. Right. Mona understood. Right off the bat said, well, what about the mind? You know, he stopped (laughs) listening to the show and he's like, oh, what about the mind? You know, he (laughs) does that all the time. But oh, I forgot, I forgot. This show doesn't allow free thinking. Did you want me to lie to you? <laughs> no, I'm just getting frustrated. Chatters, do you right, want me right. to continue to do these type of things? All right, Nancy. All right, Nancy. Down, down. 
This is Janice. Of course they do. They do. go through their health house and you see hidden things that really might not be hidden. So don't take all that to face value and deny us your lovelies because you wouldn't be putting it together and spending this time if you didn't think it was valid to do it. So don't give us your shit. What Mona said, but also... I have been told so many times by my posse, by Dave, by uh, by my spirits, even if only one person gets what you have said, that is what counts. Well, right. one person did. Diane said, yes, Nancy. <laughs> Thank you. Now, do you do you want blind followers that will say, oh, yes, Nancy, everything you give, put is fantastic, it's phenomenal. Give us more, give us more. Or do you want people to think no, about what you're No, all I to want do? you to do is, is <laughs> to, to use it as something to, to talk about. Hey, I'm learning yeah. something new, so what the hey? Well, I learned a tremendous <laughs> amount. I understood now what the real, because I've, I've said, I've, very often I'll say, it's all your imagination. Right. You know, if you can't imagine it, you can't see it. Exactly. You know, well, now this is not not just this is not just a theoretical thing. It's it's a look at the look at the biology of it. You know, there's no way that everybody could see everything. And you know, there's there was, so many different perspectives, too, because we've all been taught differently. Absolutely, because each of us could be looking at a different one percent of what we're looking yeah. at. Well, like, for example, right now in, in chat, Diane. She, she posed the question, now I'm wondering if I see like everyone else. Well, that's absolutely true because, for example, uh, in, in, in one book I read that was written by an archaeologist, he was, he was surprised that his assistant that was working with him in one of the digs, he was uh, cleaning uh, debris from the top of a tomb, so, but he was capturing them in a tin can because the, he had to analyze those particles when he got to the lab. And, and the assistant turned to him and says, oh, that's a very nice color. And, and the man didn't understand. What do you mean that's a nice color? Yes, the, when you were throwing the pieces in the tin can, it turned out after speaking with this young man that every time he heard a sound, he actually saw a color. Neat. So there you go. His reality was completely different from us. For him to hear sounds, he would actually see colors. It was like he had a specific version of aphasia or, or something. So what does reality look like for him? <laughs> and I have a good example. Can you see what I see when I talk with the posse and Dave? There. Can you see that? Well, no, because they're at your house. Well, no, <laughs> because even if we were together... Because we're different people. Right. I see him. Oh, then. In the Nancy way, not the Dolly way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when I get fixated on something, when you're talking to him and things like that, I actually do remote viewing. I'm continually remote viewing. Because it... it, it it's part of my nature now. You know, if something is of interest to me, I focus on it and boom, I'm there. Actually, you bring it to yourself. 
but it's sort of like traveling there. <laughs> I think memories, I think memories are remote viewing. Somebody else and they were talking about the fact that every time you call a memory, interject uh, errors into your memory. What about so, a deja vu? Say again? Deja vu. Vu, vu, okay. Deja vu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, no, it's, it's not so much like that. It's like, and I can understand it because, all right, so the, the best example I can give it to you, I was walking down the street and all of a sudden I felt like I was, I, I, you know, when you're walking and you just think you, got, you get, can get a little meditative. And all of a sudden I was like, in my body but in a different time right and i'm still walking down a street but it's not the same street and there was somebody in a military uniform coming towards me and he got right in front of me and saluted me and i was like what the hell you know and then i i i started looking around including what i was wearing and i was in a military uniform and that that shocked me back into Whoa, what was that about? And this was before I really understand understood uh, how much remote viewing everybody does because I think it's 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 a kind of a memory thing. But this was not a memory. This was a precog situation. So over the years, every time I kind of like think about memory and remote viewing and stuff, I, I would think about this particular image. It would just pass through my head. Well, then it happened. It was at uh, the, the place that I was stationed when I was in the military, Bent Hill Farm Station. And it was right, right, the sidewalk on the field, which, yes, there was a, I mean, the whole thing was exactly like I had seen it, you know, what was it, three years before that, two years before that. And, you know, here this guy's walking up to me, he salutes me, and I then, by that time, I saluted him. Okay, so I actually had a let's say i made a change to the memory that i had been carrying in the past of a future event so that's when i began to understand oh every time you think of something because what where are your memories you think you walk around with some memory bank in your in your brain no i think you that time doesn't exist so a memory is locked into a particular energy field and think of all the energies that are involved in, in any given event. Not only is it the energies that you're carrying at the time, it's the energies in the specific environment. It's the energies in and around the uh, cosmic well, energy. Yeah, that, that explains the uh, the guides. For example, Dali's posse, they have a very hard time explaining time to us, like when we're desperate, when is good this going to happen? When are they going to do this? And they have a hard time explaining it because for them, everything is happening now. There is no no tomorrow. There is no past. Everything is happening now. But isn't no, that working in the Akashic Records? Uh, yes. If for if you're looking for a specific uh, snapshot, the maybe you're not. See, she needed to preconceive that before it happened and to recognize it happened. Well, I never understood it ever since I was a kid. Uh, I've been seeing uh, images of scenes. I never understood what I was seeing, and it would turn out that it would be 
something that was going to happen. I always thought that I was being, I was living backwards or I didn't understand. Right, right, right. Because every, every so often through, throughout my life, I would have these, I would, I would have these memories of places and people, but they, they felt like memories. And I thought, how can this be a memory if it hasn't happened yet? And yet that's exactly how it, they felt. They felt like memories. And mm-hmm. it, it was confusing the heck because out of me. Because there is no time. There is no time, exactly. <laughs> well, not, not only that, but again, going back to the energies that are required, okay? When, when, when you're getting these pictures, Walt, it's likely that for whatever the circumstances are, at that moment that you start getting pictures of a future situation, it's because you are in the same similar resonant energy field as that. Mm. That's what I think it is. And that's why I, I stress on people, you got to have an anchor right? You know, to be able to do remote viewing. Well, your memories are locked into your consciousness. Let's call it consciousness, okay? And when when you have an aha moment or you're recalling memories. Now, there's been a lot of science on the aha moment. What 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 makes an aha moment? It's actually changes in your brain that they can see. They took a bunch of these uh, uh, holy people, llamas or whatever they call them. I don't know what they call them, but they were were had brains were chests in their brains because these guys would go through an aha moment, you know, 80 times in a day, whereas a regular human being it happens once a week maybe if you're lucky. Okay. So they were watching the changes in the brain, and every time there was an aha moment, of course these guys were meditating and everything else, um, they would see a, a, a change in the brain. So they could record it electromagnetically to see that, yes, there is in fact a change in the brain. What happens to that? What, what is different about that? Well, that's a, when, when you have the aha moment, you actually put a marker on it. And it, this is where it becomes really interesting. So, okay, so everybody's got an aha moment, and it go that marker goes on there, and it's one of those things that do not delete. Okay, it's an aha moment, do not delete. And so what happens is that energy field of that thought form, if you will, is projected into the cosmic consciousness of humanity. Our talking like this does it also, but it's those aha moments that are really striking. But how do, why is it that we can maintain those things as our experiences, our consciousness? It's because every human being has a unique signature. It's like an identity thing. And that frequency is only yours. There are similar frequencies. There's frequencies that are almost identical. And that frequency of yours does not change. It's, a, it's, it's the stable thing in each and every one of us that keeps all of our consciousness, all of our aha moments, all of the memories that we make, it's, it, it's all got that little link to it. So if I'm going back into, if I'm going to, down the pipes of, of Oak Island, all right, that's a new environment to me. I've got nothing resonating. I haven't been there before. Blah, 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 blah. But a memory, you're attracted to that resonance of your own signal. So if other energies become, you know, uh, similar to that, then yes, you could have a precog 
of something that's about to happen or something that's going to happen way in the future because time doesn't exist. So when you remember something and you're focusing in on it, you're actually doing remote viewing. But because you're linked to it because of that that identity energy, you know, we call it memory. But it's really not, it's not stuck in time. When you go there with your new energy field, with your new knowledge, and you enter into that and you see it again, you feel it again, you change it because you just added some energy to it. That's what uh, Dr. Costa taught us. I mean, with the 15 step process, like when my mother had that, that uh, shoulder pain, it turned out to be this girl in the 1500s, France, and she was she had a wound there that her whole shoulder was was bandaged because my mother had developed this shoulder pain and, and it responded to nothing. There was nothing, no therapy that would make it respond. So when we did the thing and she saw the girl in, the, in France, and so I gave her the guided her tell her, okay, remove the bandage and fill the thing with light, white light and see the uh, shoulder totally repaired and explain to Herbert that everything is okay, everything's gonna be 48 hours later. I mean, no, no, 24 hours later, the pain was gone and never came back, and nothing was done to repair her. So that, that's what Dr. Costa explained to us all these pains that people are experiencing as the as the Vibrations on the earth are increasing as they're moving to fourth density and then in the fifth density is because the, all these things from the past that were never addressed, they were never repaired. So now they're in, they're impinging in, on what we call our present reality uh, because they never, they again, like you said, there is no, there is no such thing as time. Everything's happening now. And uh, he's, if, if people don't, don't address the, all this past crap. Uh, they're going to end up leaving the planet because they, they they can't they can't the body can only endure so much. And if they don't clean up their act, well, they're going to have to leave because the, the body can't keep up with all the uh, all this the, the stuff. And and that's what we we encountered. A lot of uh, the physical pain that my mom was encountering was these like like for example. Uh, the pain on the what was it the right leg on her uh, on her uh, the right ankle uh, we did the 15 step process and it turned out it was a, a man a hunter some it must have been somewhere close to the North Pole or something because he, it was all snow covered and he was setting up these traps like bear traps and he got caught in one of these traps it was exactly the, the same pain the same uh, foot and everything so after we addressed that issue and he was able to repair his his foot the the foot pain disappeared in him again in within 24 hours so we were coming across this and it was it, it's so frustrating because you you encounter all these different pains and ailments and you're like enough already well clean house then you won't have to deal with enough already <laughs> it's uh it's it's frustrating, but needless to say, very educational. Yeah. See, we had a nice conversation. <laughs> well, that's exactly where I'm at right now, then. Say again, or what? Expand? 
I don't know. I'm still waiting to find out. So I don't know if we. I have to wait until the end of the show to find out. Find out what? Uh, the secret element that Mona has. Oh. Or, or, or the. Well, I don't mind saying it now. I'm not a secret keeper. It's not a big deal to me, except that it hurts and I'm over it. <laughs> okay. My legs are swelling oh. from my cat, my knee down to my feet. And they all look like they've been bruised uh -huh. very badly. And for me to walk, else for me to walk because the rest of my physical <coughs> being doesn't feel that it can actually go ahead and finish it. And I try to ground every day, twice a day with the earth but it's not seeming to help so and i have not seen any visuals or any ideas of the preconceived incident to recognize to be able to assess it discern it and say okay goodbye because <laughs> i'd love to i'd really love to <laughs> uh -huh. well it might be that that it that the uh, fluid buildup in your legs is a symptom. You're focused on your legs, but it could be caused because of a lot of other things. Well, I'm 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 glad to hear that what uh, Mona's Mona's describing because it's what my mother's been battling for the last year the the thing with edema. But it turns out that uh, while and revealing my shoulder too, my shoulder has been popping like mad, and it's never popped mm -hmm. before, and it goes into pain. Where I can't even raise it above my head. Yeah. So really, your mom's going through the same thing, huh? Yeah, and the th the thing was that I started exploring because the 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 library that comes with the Spooky Two machine is huge. It's like over fifty one thousand frequency sets that are available. But mm -hmm. you have to take the time and trouble to investigate and to see which one it you know will su suit the bill. So. I was exploring uh, one part of the library that's called miscellaneous. So in this miscellaneous grouping, there's all these kinds of ailments, uh, specific ailments, and what they're doing is they have the frequency sets because the Spooky 2 system is very complex. Uh, it's not just a frequency. Frequencies are grouped, are grouped in sets the, set, the sets themselves are grouped on symptoms or pathogens, so it, it's multi-layered uh, system. It's very it's very complex. So I was investigating the different uh, frequency sets that are offered, and I came across one that's um, it's a multiple healing, omni healing, and what it is, it's a it's a made up, it's a multitude series of sets. But there's just focus on healing. No, no killing of pathogens. Just healing. And uh, we tried it once, and we were amazed. Like uh, the set is supposed to run for four hours if you run the full thing. Uh, so we were able to the first time we run it for two hours, and it was amazing the change, the before and after change to her legs. It was like, wow, this is this is just two hours. It's, it's like all the swelling went down, the pain went down. It's amazing. So 
we've stuck with it and today has been the second day that we've been run, doing it because she's she's shown a marked improvement like overnight just by doing this particular set and like i said is uh the spooky is worth exploring because there's so many different uh one thing uh, one thing we did two days in a row uh one of the free one of the programs that they have is yes we had a whoops and i was taken off the internet but we got back a little bit later and here we go again they launched the broadcaster okay I don't know how long she's been gone. <laughs> I do too. But we're, okay. So we're not on air. I got it recording and I'm now. Uh, but we must to because nobody said anything. Okay. So let I'm me, clicking on connect. Let me ask in chat. So this is say what? Say what? Oh, no, they aren't. Lost program music. Okay. Huh. So I just, I'm just connected with uh, the broadcaster. Huh. I just connected with the broadcaster. Okay. Let me do a refresh page on the cosmic reality thing. Okay. Okay. Jeez. <coughs> Are we on, people? Oh, yeah. Anna Ray says back. Okay, they are hearing me. I don't. Okay. Give me the ball. Okay. So, are you going to stick with me in the, on the phone, or are you going to try to dial in Skype again? Which, or are you rebooting your machine? You can what do you both. Are you rebooting? Oh, you lost the internet. Oh, the whole How do you lost the whole internet? What, like you're walking down from the store and then you you drop your your well, packages and stories. Oh, <laughs> well, hey! Oh, her lights flickered. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is she having the storm? Dolly wants to know if you're having a storm. Oh, she says no. Okay, so Nancy's gonna check a couple of things. So we're guess we're hanging up. Okay, okay, bye. <laughs> okay. She was asking me earlier if if uh, we had the storm and it blew really blew by us. We only had thunder. We didn't even have uh, rain, so it blew by us moving down to see her. So maybe I was thinking maybe she had the storm. Oh, she said the lights flickered somewhat, but I <laughs> guess that's all it took. She got thrown out of, out of the internet. Her posse didn't want to play anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, whoa. NRA says, lost as Walt started to explaining multi-healing and spooky too oh you know while we're talking healing my jake is really really sick oh no who's jake remember i told you he 
Oh, he's our plumber. Uh, now he's oh, adopted son. <laughs> um, I was telling you all how he went down underneath uh, a building and to fix things, and it was so bad that he couldn't him. He'd throw up, and he finally got this little boat thing to go under there, and it was horrible. He couldn't breathe. Yada yada yada. Well, now he has pneumonia. Oh. And a bacteria infection. And he's very, very ill. And please, people, please uh, do what you do when somebody's sick to make them better. You have to stay topside, man. You don't have a picture of him that you can send me? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. No, I'm sorry, I don't. Let me see on his. I hope I get Mona's picture. Oh, I have to send you a picture. I don't think you need to use a photograph. I think that if you take down their name and their address, I think that's well, look all. Who's back? <laughs> yeah. The ghost of Christmas past is here to join. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what happened was that when I did check the internet, it was up again. So I came back and I was it was online. So. Whatever it was, it reset itself. It was just a glitch. See, yeah. mine does that all the time. It did it earlier. All the time. I don't know if I can send you a picture, Walt, because Skype doesn't allow me to send photos. Well, I can well, send I... them a picture of you. Does yeah. it have to be a recent okay. one? Or also. could he get it off of Facebook? Well, I've got, it's in the promo. If he goes up above, he's got a picture of Mona oh, in the yeah, chat. There you go. In the chat? Which chat? The other chat. <laughs> which one is the other There's one? There's like a million different chats. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Top of the hour. Okay. Mona Radler. Okay, so That's go to true. URL. There it is. So I'm just going to grab this. Picture of Is that the one with me looking through the picket fence? It appears to be a picket fence. Yeah, that's yes. an interesting property because there were Native American circles, and that was in Mars Hill, North Carolina. And basically, that was a very interesting time in my life. Very. After living in Florida for 50 years and having to run to the country and the Mountains, big transition. Yeah, it could be the transition. How long have you been in North Carolina? Since 2010. Since 2010. Mm -hmm. mm, so I thought it was sooner. I mean, I thought you'd been up there longer for some reason. Well, that's almost 13 years. That's pretty long. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're in the last two minutes of the show. So, is there anything that you would? So, you you and Mona are gonna um, put her under a scalar field, yes, Walt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just cropping her face out, and so I can save it. Okay. Save, and then I have to. You're gonna use the same frequency you used with your mom. Yeah. 
and uh, I ha I'm going to be, I have to print out the both the positive and the negative. That's the way that I do it. Right. I don't okay. take anything personally, honey. So you do what you just do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll so put your picture on the dating board so you get a boyfriend, huh? Eh. No. Yes, maybe. Thank you. No. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's no, the wait. right attitude. What? Yes, Nancy. No, yes. You want to say good night? Yes. Please don't forget the love blankets. Please, please don't forget love blankets. And please don't forget Jake. Put him in the love blanket and healing. Whole bunches of them to surround him from y'all. Thank you. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to us and participating. Bye-bye. Walter. Thank you for joining us. And uh, thank you for having me on Say What. Have a super night. Take care. Thank you for being here. And Mona, thank you for being here. Yeah, it is. And I thank everybody, too. And stay blessed. Put yourself first and just ignore any kind of crap that's around you. It's just not worth giving your energy away to it. True. True. Okay, Walter, be ready to, um, when the end of this song comes on, you disconnect, okay? Uh, okay, you want me to disconnect, okay. At the end of the song. Okay. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun... We're doing something wrong. <laughs>